This is Luke Weatherwax. Weatherwax. Today we'll be reading 13 through 31. Daniel explains the writing. So Daniel was brought in before the king. The king asked him, Are you Daniel, one of the exiles brought from Judah by my predecessor, King Nebuchadnezzar? I have heard that you have the spirit of the gods within you and that you are filled with insight, understanding, and wisdom. My wise men and enchanters have tried to read the words on the wall and tell me their meaning, but they cannot do it. I am told that you can give interpretations and solve difficult problems. If you can read these words and tell me their meaning, you will be clothed in purple robes of purple robes of royal honor, and you will have a gold chain placed around your neck. You will become the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Daniel answered the king, Keep your gifts or give them to someone else, but I will tell you what the writing means. Your majesty, the most high God, gave sovereignty, med- majesty, glory, and honor to your predecessor, Nebuchadnezzar. He also made him so great that people of all races and nations and languages trembled before him in fear. He killed those he wanted to kill and spared those he wanted to spare. He honored those he wanted to honor and disgraced those he wanted to disgrace. But when his heart and mind were puffed up with arrogance, he was brought down from his royal throne and stripped of his glory. He was driven from human society. He was given the man mind of a wild animal, and he lived among the wild donkeys. He ate grass like a cow, and he was drenched with the dew of heaven until he learned that the Most High God rules over the kingdoms of the world and appoints anyone he desires to rule over them. You are his successor, O Belshazzar, and you knew all this, yet you have not humbled yourself. For you have proudly defied the Lord of heaven and have had these cups from his temple brought before you. You and your nobles and your wives and concubines have been drinking wine from them and while praising gods of silver, gold, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Gods that neither see nor hear nor know anything at all. But you have not honored the God who gives you the breath of life and controls your destiny. So God has sent this hand to write this message. This is the message that was written. Mine, mine, tekel, and parison. This is what these words mean. Mine means numbered. God has numbered the days of your reign and has brought it to an end. Tekel means weighed. You have been weighed on the balances and have not measured up. Parson means divided. Your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then, at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was dressed in purple robes, a gold chain was hung around his neck, and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, the Babylonian king, was killed, and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. I wanted to mention that Daniel is in his 80s, so a long time has passed since he came to Babylon, and he's starting to see his prophecies come true. So Belshazzar... Here's the prophecy, dies that night. And do you think Daniel woke up the next morning and thought, hey, wait, this is this goes back to the dream I interpreted of Nebuchadnezzar's about the statue with the gold and the silver chest, bronze, iron, maybe. So the Medes take over. So it's a whole different, it becomes a whole different country, essentially. That's a lot to live through. Yeah, that that is pretty interesting. And... I mean, I can't really speak for Daniel, but, like, even if I was having these, like, prophetic, if that's the right word, uh, prophetic dreams and stuff, I would still kind of be like, oh, like, this is actually, like, starting to become, like, a real thing. And he woke up and he was like, this is, this is God. It's, it's, it's happening. It started. Right. Uh, The the whole kingdom is going to change. I know. I think he comes into it all. With a confidence, I, Steve, 
a couple of weeks ago, Steve talked to some college students about one of the stories in Daniel. I don't remember which. And they all talked about they were struck with the confidence with which Daniel comes into these situations and just says, here's what it means. And it's shocking. I think it's more impressive the the people that listen to him because it's just like some crazy old coot just comes in and just makes up stuff or what you believe is like just him making up stuff and then it just ends up to be true. Right. And so it's, it's kind of cool, you know, like, oh, just calling Daniel the old guy <laughs> can tell you what your dream means. <laughs> right. And do you think that Belshazzar really had any understanding of what Daniel said? Because I would think if I got that, all of those things were terrible. It was all terrible news. Do you think that he really comprehended that he was going to die? Probably not. I mean, if he did, he probably would have tried to change at least. Because you'd think it was like you were saying earlier. Like everybody just tells you that you're gonna die, but you never actually believe it. Right. And Belshazzar probably thought he was in a way immortal. That he he's like he's not he's like oh yeah I'm probably I'm gonna die just like not tonight. He didn't he never expected that it was gonna be that night. Right. I mean, there's he was no gonna be killed. Yeah, there's no evidence. The story doesn't say that he even does anything but reward David. David, reward Daniel. He doesn't even attempt to inquire about repenting. Like, he just spent the evening drinking out of those gold and silver cups that came from the temple in Jerusalem. I think that's kind of a, I don't know, like, for a lot of people, they think, oh, if I'm going to be a Christian, I have to repent. Well, I'll repent later. Sure. Like, that's kind of, that's a mindset I'm sure a lot of people, including myself, have fallen into. It's just like the whole, I'm I'm not going to die tomorrow. I can, I can repent when I'm older. That's very true. I think I can't um, not talk in this story about what they talk about with Nebuchadnezzar. I don't recall that they've talked about the fact that he went crazy anywhere else in Daniel, unless I'm just forgetting. So he hung out with wild donkeys and ate grass like a cow. Sounds like a pretty good life. Like, what do you think that looked like? I mean, I know what it looked like, <laughs> but do you think he had, like, still staff and people with him that just had to hang out with him while he was hanging out in the field eating grass? I mean... Do you think he still had a staff? Maybe. Maybe he had, like, a gossip staff now just to, <laughs> so they could make fun of him. I mean... A gossip staff? I don't even know what that means. I don't... <laughs> Was there anything, as you processed the story, that stood out to you? I think just the biggest thing that stood out to me was when you were talking. It was just a whole kind of like we see now today, like the whole you keep putting off the repentance thing. Like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. And then you never know when you might be faced with judgment. Right. Do you know, I've discovered, someone asked me recently what my favorite book of the Bible is. And I've always really enjoyed Daniel. Because he interprets so many dreams and he comes into it with such a confidence that God will give him what he needs. It is a pretty cool story. It is. And there's more to come. So thank you for listening today and have a great day.